Hello and welcome to Damn It Vince, and we are one year old. This is episode 52. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I see. That should have known. Yeah, that, that, NB, that NBQ and sound engineer would pay off. Yep. I don't know. You got you've got your Joe's podcast universe. But this is the OG. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. This why I don't put half as much time into putting sound effects together for the other ones as I do for this. <laughs> <laughs> Who else has got? A... Oh yeah. Exactly, Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> so yeah, I can't quite believe we've done a year and kept going. Um, but yeah. loved it. It's Enjoyed fun, isn't it? Like, it's a nice excuse yeah. to get together once so we can have a chat. Yeah. We it's don't really fun. do that as men, do you? Oh, no, no, no. That's good. I mean, like, I, as you know, I've had a 14 hour work day, but I'm actually really excited to come home and just decompress, have a passion fruit sour beer to refresh myself because I have dehydrated, mm. although this won't help, um, <laughs> and just talk wrestling from what I've watched because I've been very busy. Um, how are you, Jam? I'm good, thanks. I went to the office for the first time in 18 months this week. Wow. That was wow. weird. And, you know, <laughs> it's a new job, so it's a new office. <laughs> <laughs> Very Double strange. Like, it's like, so it's like my like, first day all over again. You didn't know where anything was, but you knew who everyone was. Yeah, basically. I didn't know where my desk was. I was like, hello, people. I, I've been here six months, but I don't know where I sit. <laughs> <laughs> also, my past doesn't work. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Having a tailgate in behind people and then getting bollocked for it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it works now. It's all good. But yeah, very weird. Feeling better as well. COVID yeah. is gone. Yeah, I Good. think so. What better? Yeah. If you have some energy. Just you've feeling. got rid of it, my brother's got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Higgins yeah. has been struck. Rings um, and roundabouts, isn't it? It is. T- talking of energy, John, um, I know this is not a visual podcast, but Joe is sat in a room with like an Undertaker lantern kind thing and um, admitting energy from behind <laughs> it's, a, it's a diffuser. It emanates uh, a steam that I have put a mixture of orange, lemon, grapefruit, and bergamot oil into, which is supposed to energize you. It smells quite, it's better than it normally smells in my house. <laughs> Harvey got one for her birthday and it broke. So they sent away and they sent her like a cool, massive one that's like a big UFO, but they kept sending us some. So I've just got like, <laughs> sweet. So yeah. If we smash it, do we get your power or something? It's no, the light just changes color. The one in the front room is remote controlled, so you can have like a disco. It's it's fun. <laughs> Wow, cool. Oh, it's a nice it's a nice visual, especially when it goes that purple colour. That's when I think Undertale. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for recording a bit later. My my work. I am sat here recording in a waistcoat. It's the fanciest recording I've ever done. No, oh, it feels but, like a um, snooker podcast, yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll kick off as always with John. 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 Cool. Uh, don't think there's too much news this week. It's mostly going to be me rambling about the G1, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, <laughs> according to the USA, uh, sorry, NXT 2.0 changes apparently have gone over very well with the USA network. Uh, this is Andrew Zarian and, and Fightful who uh, say they're happy with the changes, happy with increased production values. They've responded positively to several segments in the first episode, including Bron Breaker's win over LA Knight, Diamond Mine, the NXT Championship match, and the the wedding between Dexter Dumas and Vihar. Well, which it's frankly, the best episode of it so far though it's yeah it seems to be dwindling down a wee bit but i guess that's to do with drafts and stuff isn't it until they know who's going and who's not there's no point starting yeah stuff. yeah we'll see how it goes i hope it picks up um i'm kind of i think i'm sort of protecting myself by not watching it i don't want i don't want to i don't want to remember <laughs> it as it was 
<laughs> don't want to see it see it go bad but hopefully I'm wrong and it all goes well um, but also happy with the initial rise in viewership but unfortunately the ratings have fallen since and so and the key demos have too so the median viewer age is now 62 which is not quite what they want it's old for NXT that's quite old for anything apart from repeats of like Antiques Roadshow and like Wheeler Dealers surely yeah it seems a bit mad I'm actually going to check the news now I'm actually just checking I've written that down right so I'm like is that and right? no, I'm sure I remember reading something about it being it is way off where they want it to be yeah I've actually just I've found the article uh, yeah 62 unless there's just a hardcore group of like 90 year olds who are dragging the average up <laughs> Like one nursing home somewhere. Yeah, they just leave it on constantly on a loop. <laughs> Could well be. <laughs> um, moving on to AEW, there's been a number of reports over the last few weeks about the Elite and Cody losing power and becoming EVPs in name only. Uh, the reports say that Tony Khan has taken over. You no longer have final say on creative or hiring, but you still remain involved behind the scenes in other capacities. Now, I haven't really said anything about this because it seemed kind of sketchy source-wise. Mm. Uh, but Tony Khan has addressed it this week. Uh, he said that the company's power structure changed in December 2019 and hasn't been altered since. So, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what, a year and a half, nearly two years ago now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people were pulling it like it was recent. I mean, it is somewhat, somewhat true in that he says... Uh, the structure changed for me in 2019 and it was because of me I felt I need to take over and become more accountable as a CEO and as the booker I was the final say and then there were probably too many different people with input on segments and the show wasn't as organised in 2019 as I thought it could be that's fair enough it's his money in there isn't it so if he wants to pull the strings he can pull the strings with it yeah and I think he's right I think the show probably has got a bit more consistent focus yeah. that's the word um, since so yeah if we make it out like it was this big but then that puts all those theories of Cody Booker himself to win all stuff all the time in the you know yeah yeah so, yeah, yeah. Um, says I've written every show by hand allows me to know which segments are where and I think the show has gotten significantly better somebody talked about it this week like it was news and people acted like there'd been some change but there's been no change I've been in that position for a long time fair enough yeah. uh, moving on to return of AJ Mendes to wrestling and Tessa Blanchard uh, they were part of the relaunched Women of Wrestling promotion um, they announced a press conference on Wednesday that the all-women promotion would be returning and they have a multi, multi-year multi distribution deal with Viacom CBS. Wow, everyone wants a piece of the wrestling pie, don't they, now? Yeah. Well, I mean, AEW doing really well viewership-wise. So. Double network now, yeah? Yeah. Uh, AJ AJ Lee uh, AJ Mendes even involved as executive producer and color commentator and Tessa is going to be a wrestler obviously she's been out of wrestling since being fired by Impact June 2020 we'll see how that goes because her heat has previously been described as nuclear but yeah hmm. say silly things win silly prizes isn't it yep yeah but no, I hope she does well yeah. AJ is huge that's the one piece of news I've had a chance to see today on the way into school I was like <laughs> yeah what? it's amazing isn't it <laughs> see you again CM Punk and AJ back into wrestling yeah, it's so cool. I mean, people I were it. calling for to join AEW, I think, when, when Punk turned up, but I think she's got a, a bad mm. net, and she's got a lot of other things going on yeah. as well, I think, so she probably wouldn't be as interested. Yeah, I think this is a good niche for her. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, more signings. Bobby Fish has signed with AEW, officially, after that match with Sammy. Um, he's also committed to matches to MLW, so maybe we're going to see more of a relationship between AEW and MLW, or maybe they're just, you know, he's allowed to take outside bookings that don't conflict with the AEW schedule. So everyone else is, aren't they? So could just yeah. do that. I mean, uh, either way, I wouldn't be sad, you know. Either way, yeah. isn't it? Also, surprisingly, how good Bobby Fish is, isn't it? Yeah, I... solid hand. <laughs> solid. Oh yeah, apart from the fact, what was that said yesterday? They let Top Cat design his ring gear. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's a bit unlucky in NXT because he kept getting some pretty serious injuries. But, like he never quite got the same run as everyone else yeah. did. So yeah. it'd be nice. Night. Hopefully he gets a good run of fitness and, and health. It's very good. Be interesting to see what he can do. You know, unique as well with his striking style. He's quite unique. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't. I hadn't really, I don't know, paid attention to him as much before for some reason. But when I saw that match, I was like, oh, wow. This, this yeah, style he's got is some, quite... He's got some 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 mad chops in there. That, that uh, Avalanche Falcon Arrow was dirty, yeah. Yeah, that was <laughs> In a good way. <laughs> um, good signing. Let's hope that he has a good run at it, yeah. Definitely. Uh, CJ Pelly of Lana is sort of teasing she might be joining the AW. Uh, she was asked when, and said, well, I'm going to tell you, stay tuned. I can't give everything away. I can't give all the hot tea right now. Which I, I know from watching Drag Race means yep. gossip. It does indeed. Yes. <laughs> Something good comes out of watching that. Yeah. <laughs> so she's, much Drag Race. She's joining, isn't she? She has to, so that they can partner her and Mira up, and then they can just make more carry-on style innuendos at each other. <laughs> Dream. <laughs> and I'd be happy with that, to be honest. I loved Miro as, 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 as God's favourite champion thing, as that thing. I think having her there as well would just, yeah, add more fuel to the ludicrousness of it. <laughs> I'm so on board with this. Yeah, please. Plus, I, know, I, always, I always liked Lana anyway. I thought, mm. well, I think remember when they were doing that whole bullying angle thing and it, no. felt, a bit, it felt a bit too real for me, that, because she isn't the best wrestler in the world. But she got better. Yeah. That's all you can ask for, isn't it? Is to progress. Yeah. It, on, on, on teasing, I don't know if you've got it later on. Did you get the other teasing? Liv Morgan, Britt Baker, and Kevin Owens. <laughs> I did not. Go that ahead. was good. We'll, so... we'll come to that when we get the end then, because I was like, please. <laughs> oh, wait. I think I saw this when I was sleeping. Is this about uh, they always get drafted together? Yes. 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 And then, Kevin... um, yeah, Britt Baker had said, quote tweeted it and said, interesting, or a thinking face. And then Liv was like, yeah. Yeah, isn't it just something like that? Isn't it? And I was like, oh, that'd be that'd be nice. Oh, that'd be sweet. And KO liked them. Oh wow. Okay. AW is going to need like four more shows to <laughs> to deal with this roster if this keeps up. I'd, I'd love to see her come out and uh, Ruby not know she's coming out. Yeah, that would be good. I would actually cry. Yeah. I mean, I, I, had, a, I had a big old cry last night. Yeah. Even though I knew it was coming, I was still like, yeah. <laughs> Ah, it's just nice, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. The fact that it wasn't this fud. Yeah. This next fella here. <laughs> there we uh, go. Braun <laughs> um, Strowman's non-compete is up, and apparently Impact are heavily interested in him. In him. Um, he says he's received offers from every free wrestling corporation, but he turned them down because he wanted to do this free the narrative thing with EC3, which he won, and he then also wants to have a chance to... He said he was just having a chance to breathe and live. He talks about how he's missed weddings, funerals, Christmases, and in five years he saw his parents eight times. So he's probably I stepping mean, away for a little bit to get some. I mean, I guess that's sort of if you're working for WWE, you are sort of on the road. It's that's just the life, isn't it? I, I believe that's yeah, that's part and parcel of the job. But, well, I believe so. Just but it is. I it is. It is. Him wanting to take a, take, a, take a step back and just yeah, the offers are there. I prefer to see him in Impact. Yeah, he's never my favourite. No, but I don't I think mind him. As a as a big lad, he could do some good in impact, in it. But yeah, again, yeah, and as long as he brings his Thomas the Tank and sound effects CD with him, he'll be fine, won't he? <laughs> 
<laughs> do, do we want that? I don't want him, so yeah, but <laughs> chance to breathe. Uh, not with a mask on though, eh? Hey, eh, Bron. Yeah. Oh, is he known for that? Oh, he's an anti helmet guy. He's I was down on motorbikes, yeah. He's just like it's the land of the free, I should be able to do what I want. And I was like, okay. Oh, <laughs> so he's an idiot. Okay, good to know. Yeah, yeah, that's what it comes down to basically, he's an idiot. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> okay. I take back what I said. Please go elsewhere. <laughs> Uh, MLW also talked to Bo Dallas about signing for them, but he's seen more interested in farming at the moment. He's like Brock. <laughs> That's just the best thing, isn't it? He's yeah. just like, what? Tell him I'm on the tractor. I can't <laughs> hear them. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to include that. Butcher put it in the chat like an hour ago. Oh my God. I laughed far too long. It's, uh, uh, yeah, it's very Bo, yeah. <laughs> Ray Mysterio's out at the minute with an undisclosed medical issue. Um, we have no information on how long he'll, he'll be gone. He was scheduled to face Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns at a house show uh, on October 2nd but he wasn't able to compete so Reigns team with the Usos against Finn Balor Drew McIntyre and Cesaro instead fair enough uh, more on SummerSlam coming to the UK possibly uh, Cardiff Stadium is still the leading candidate but apparently Meltzer says that Old Trafford and Wembley are also being considered Old Trafford I would like Old Trafford but I, I don't see it happening is this, is this Old Trafford cricket or Old Trafford apparently they said the article said Old Trafford football wow okay but I I don't know if that was just an American site getting confused between the two <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I would imagine it would be the football right because cricket's not got that's city wise yeah yeah, um, you get like 20,000 in Old Trafford cricket ground. Yeah, exactly. I can't imagine it being Old Trafford, to be honest, but if it was, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Easy for us. <laughs> Uh, still not easy for me, not but for you. <laughs> e- easier than uh, easier than London uh, or Cardiff, and you know we families in Manchester. Hamden Park, tell them to go Hamden Park. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, that seems unlikely. I'd <laughs> <laughs> just be pissing down the entire time. It would be nice if they went because when when Drew McIntyre was champion and he was on Stone Cold Broken Skull thingy, he said, "I really, I'm, I'm pushing. I want them to come to the UK." He said, "If that's my legacy as a champion, then he's happy. He, he wants to bring mm. a paper, a top paper view to the UK." So you see, uh, they did a house show type thing last week mm. in, in Glasgow, and there's a video of Drew McIntyre kissing the ground when he when he lands in Glasgow. Ah. Uh, it's also the same one where he can't get his kilt off when he gets <laughs> into the ring and his, his kilt gets caught, and he's just like, right. Ends up having to take it off, like shimmying it down his legs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and then he's just like, "Who wants to see me kick the fuck out of whoever it was he was fighting?" And everyone's like, "Ah!" <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, I included this one because it was interesting. Um, Baron Corbin was asked in interview B- BT Sport if, if he, what he prefer out of winning the WWE title or no one ever kicking out of the end of days. And he went for no one ever kicking out of his finisher. Um, I like that. He said it'd be about. Uh, leaving a legacy it's more than championships because you know we want someone to say oh man Baron Corbin went 12 years he was never a good guy but he's finished nobody, nobody ever kicked out of it they're, they're, gonna, they're not going to say he was a three time champion or whatever they're going to say I can't believe he was never champion it wouldn't be a knock so I think I'd go with no one kicking out at the end of the day I like that yeah it's cool it's a good finisher as well I like when he hits it in um, different ways yeah that's a nice thing isn't it? you can do it in different different ways set it up or do it out of nowhere yeah. and it looks good as well 
Nice Alex Maca- McCarthy's favourite finisher. When we did our finisher bodies, he said that was his favourite. It is good. Oh, really? I, cool. I said until you until you told me, I never. You don't really think about because you don't really think about Baron Corbin, do you? Like, no. He's always there, but he's never like. But it is a good. Yeah. Not until you pointed out that no one ever kicked out of it, and I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's a pretty good legacy, to be honest. Yeah. Because even Kenny, you know, I think he's next up in it with his, and that's that's going to get broken soon. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Time for my ramble about the G1. It's fine. Would you like dif- would you like different music over this? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. Mm. I've actually spaced out my viewing this week, so you've not I've, I've, it I've, all into your eyes in one day like you yeah. did last week. <laughs> I actually vaguely remember what some of the stuff went down. Uh eight block, Zack Sabre Jr. is still top, uh with ten points. Uh Kota Bushi's also got ten, but he has an extra match because he's got two extra points in Naito that hasn't gone through yet. Um Wait, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, it does. Never mind. I'll shut up. No, I won't because I'm doing the news. Uh, Shingo <laughs> and Kenta are third and fourth. And in B block, Cobb is currently, Jeff Cobb's currently undefeated. Uh, five you have wins. to keep talking. Only you understand this alchemy. <laughs> what? Copying and pasting a bunch of new sites? Yeah. No, what all these numbers you've printed up here mean? Because I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty to look at, but yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Akad is second, Evil is third, unfortunately, and Hiroshi Tanahashi is fourth for six points. Of matches I recommend to watch, go watch Ibushi versus Shingo. It is an absolute war, and it looks like the real Ibushi's back after the after the pneumonia. Okay. And there's one point where Shingo hits him with his knee strike, and I thought he was dead. Like, his head nearly flew off. It, it looked awful. He sold it like he'd been shot. It was great. And there's some interesting stuff going on with the Bullet Club, because so some members of the Bullet Club, despite being, you know, cheating heels, aren't actually cheating in this tournament. So like Tamatonga, Tangaloa, and Chase Owens are all kind of trying to win legitimately. While Evil... Yeah. yeah. Evil is, and his sub-faction, House of Torture, are being bastards. Well, you and said he, the other way, didn't you? That it's just it's the same cheating over and over again, though. Yeah. yeah, but he's even cheating against fellow Bullet Club members. Oh. And, so he won with a low blow on Chase Owens, who was obviously quite unhappy afterwards. And in Tamatonga match is actually really good. He's got Dick Togo at ringside, but he's not to catch and check by, by Gato. Uh, but then another member of House Torch turns the lights out, all the cheating occurs, and Evil gets the win. And I think it's building towards the uh, rumoured split with uh, House of Torture, Bullet Club Civil War. Okay. Hmm. Nice. Looking forward to it. Uh, Ishii ending Zack Sabre Jr.'s win streaks. Really good. Check that out. And Butcher would like us to mention Sonata versus <laughs> Okada. <laughs> Which is a long, tense match. There's multiple points where you think one or the other has won it. Great count of things. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> uh, I, I, I saw the thing today because uh, Butcher had done had done artwork for it, uh, where Zack Zaber Junior's finisher is now called the Meal Deal. Exactly. <laughs> What I was reading, and because he, he just put he just put like the red and blue logo, like the Tesco logo, and was like trying to get him sponsored by Tesco or something. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I mean, if Butcher gets his stuff onto some trunks, that's big money for him. But yeah, <laughs> it was strange. He won't need us anymore. He's never here anyway. <laughs> and uh, very sad news. We've had, we've had the summer of Butcher. <laughs> The summer of butchers, yeah. The summer of punk, we've had the summer of butchers. He came on, he, he ranted about uh, graphic design for a while. Yeah, we need to get more of that. Why has he not come on go on about the, the women's belt then? Yeah. Mm. Fair point. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Big E said that legal would not clear big meaty man slapping meat merchandise. This is very sad to me. Yeah. That's like the funniest clip I've ever seen. I'm going to keep referencing it while Big E's champion. But he also said at the end that he's still trying to push for it. Yeah. I hope he gets it. It's one of those ludicrous things where um, in the, the Untitled Wrestling Discord someone put up, but they cleared this and it was Val Venus's fucking jizz t shirt. Right, I haven't like, seen that. And it, had like, it had like cocks locked and ready to unload, but it was in like jizzy writing. And you're like, I, everyone goes on about like the attitude here being great, and most of it was shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. You only think about the good what? parts, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, you've got like, all the good rock and stone cold stuff, but then you also, you've got Val Venus. <laughs> like, <laughs> and other stuff, like all the topless matches, not topless matches. But you know what I mean? The, the, no, the, the horrible, misogynistic mean. stuff. Yeah. I'm waiting for you to say your normal bit that you're always referring. I, mate, I'm. I'm Oh, May Young's hand. No, that's great, though. That's, uh, that's the best bit about the Attitude Era, was uh, Mark Henry and, uh, yeah, May Young's love child. That still works for the company, we found out. Yeah. Lives lives under the ring and uh, removes cameras out of the way. Re- removes crash mats, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, who cut the rope, by the way? Apparently there is a video going around and you see who cut the rope on Finn. Oh, it's Haven't... just, uh, I've seen it. It's just, a, you can't see who it is. Just a guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought it was like, I thought it was the hand. Oh, the hand. well, in my head now, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Canonically, the hand is out for revenge. Uh... <laughs> going full Adam's family. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, contrary to initial reports, Brian Pillman Jr.'s mullet is intact. And he's yeah, for a minute. I was genuinely like, oh, mate, what's, What's him and um, Dingy going to do now? They'll be all, no, no. But it was just a funny ruse, wasn't it? Yeah, he got us good. To be fair, looking at it now, you can see a little bit of it sticking out the back. Like, he's only just tied it back, but... <laughs> oh, well. I'm glad, I'm glad it's still there, otherwise I just couldn't, couldn't take him seriously anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally, congratulations to Tony Storm and Juice Levinson, who announced their engagement this week. Lovely stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice bit of news for the end. <laughs> That's the end. There we go. Uh, on to show reviews then we'll do DWW because I've only watched Smackdown so really it's more talk about the draft um okay. thoughts on the draft uh my grump with WWE continues I mean for on the draft go I mean NXT is a bit like where's <laughs> everyone gone now isn't it uh, John Travolta gift but uh I'm annoyed that they've took Zion Lee up because all that T and Shah stuff that they spent ages building up I was like yes we're mm-hmm. gonna get like a spooky faction nope that's not happening now and like um think he was just got the ass kicked out of her by um Indy Hartwell sorry Indy Loomis whatever now I, I don't know if she <laughs> took his name I don't know uh so that's dead in the water isn't it? I mean Zion Lee in main roster yes please because I want to see her boot Charlotte Flair's head off but it's um yeah it feels like they've robbed all the talent from NXT and drafted them uh there's one legit tag team left women's tag team left in main roster across all the main roster because they split up um Shotzi and Knox yeah who they literally put together a month and a half ago and who defeated the tag team champions a bunch of times in non-title matches yes never got so a title shot. <laughs> it feels very much like the big reset um but having only one women's tag team, who are not even like a proper tag team, they're put together, aren't they? Yeah. Feels- I was saying to Paul, the reset felt weird. I thought people like Gargano or Kyle O'Reilly would be the ones going up. Yeah, I know, well. I know they've took thingy, but then Rich Holland's gone up. Rich Holland's gone up, which again, I'm angry about because he's only been back two minutes. 
Um, Johnny Gargano on his Twitter has taken off NXT wrestler and has just put pro wrestler on it. So oh. maybe his maybe his time's up soon. Mm. So I yeah, I, yeah, I think it is not too and far away. Anyway, maybe as, early again, as much as I'd love to see him in AEW, they can't just keep taking everyone. Like, it's like there's yeah. only so much room in this life raft. Um, <laughs> He's phenomenal, though. He's great, yeah. And like whoever gets him, but it just adds more theory to this thing of they keep t- just taking old old WWE guys. And he's not old, is he? Like, but you know what I mean. But it's phenomenal. And maybe it is just a swerve. Maybe he is going up later on. Or yeah, maybe it wasn't Candice LeRae at a SmackDown taping with a dark match or something. Oh, sure. Or did I dr- again, I did I dream that? I don't know. I'm sure I saw pictures of it, but maybe <laughs> that was something else. When it's her not- contract's up, and obviously. Baby's all good and she can come back. She'd be she'd be an, an amazing addition. Yeah. AW. She's she's really not being used like she should have done. I can't believe she's never held a title in NXT. Again. When 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 Butcher sent me them mixed tag death matches that she was in, I was like, what? Is that the same person? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they can't have death matches and stuff in NXT, but uh oh, she's badass. But oh but no, but they had like that um was it that last Halloween they had the mm. ladders match with her? And I was genuinely concerned that she died because she <laughs> she just bounced off a ladder like it was yeah yeah again she's she's she is with child now and that's great but when she's all all done and if she chooses to come back she might not do that's fine um yeah i hope she gets what she wants i hope i'd, I'd love her and gargano in thinking as like a better version of kip sabian and Penelope ford <laughs> it's essentially the same thing isn't it but be- isn't kip sabian walking around with a box with a question mark on his head now yeah he's like hanging around with shows yeah like <laughs> and i don't know whether it's a bit or whether he's like fucking insane now it can be both they're not mutually exclusive because he was outside the last pay-per-view weren't he like sat in a fountain or something and i'm like is this art is this <laughs> art it was yeah <laughs> Yeah. I'd, I'd love it if they if they went there and they, they did segments in their house and in the background there was pictures of Indy and Theory. Yeah, because <laughs> he's gone as well. Austin Theory's gone. Up. Yeah, Austin's gone up, hasn't he? Yeah, he's got taking his selfies with uh, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> oh, right. that was quite funny to be honest. As a tweet. Yeah, so like the Gagano family is is essentially broken up unless they're replacing him with Dexter, but that can't last forever. That's going to happen if it's fall apart, isn't it? But but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sort of happy with the draft. Raw it's seems to have stuff. come out of it with a lot more people. Well, they should because it's a longer it show. A, it has a longer show to fill. But it's are they going to use them or are we just going to get the same matches over and over again like we have done for the past couple of years? You know what I mean? We've got the talent there to do. Like Paul rang me on on after the draft on the Tuesday and he was like, "It's big frustration." He was like, just I know they've been doing releases. He went, just get rid, get rid of basically the people that you're not going to use. Get a core group of 20, 25 men, and then core group of your women and your tag team. So just have one choice, like AEW or two shows like AEW, and just have them all on that. Yeah. And then people won't get lost in the shuffle like an Alistair Black because they could have two shows they could appear on, not just one. And he was like, it's just so simple. <laughs> just the, do the, that. The, the, the brand <laughs> thing is really sort of uh, anymore, isn't it? All it comes into play for is Survivor Series now. Yeah, but yeah. there's no... And like the belts, but... Yeah. 
I don't know, just call the belt something else. Have a heavyweight, have a hardcore, you know, like they used to do. Have a intercontinental, have a European, bring that back. You know what I mean? You just you just re, re, rebrand well, them, Paul, don't you? Of course I'd get rid of the, he said, merge the top titles, just have the WWE title. They made the Universal because of the split, just have the yeah. WWE. So get rid of the US because that's WCW. The Intercontinentals, the WWE one that's got legacy. Um, and then just have one women's and one tags. He said, just have that. You could have another one around, but so just yeah. go back to that and cruise away. Have left like pay-per-views that, but... and build things up. But they'll the never thing, do though, that. They can't make money on the pay-per-views because it's all on the network or Peacock. So for that 20 quid you'd get for a buy-in on a pay-per-view, you, you're having to provide... It, it doesn't make sense to me financially, but again, you know, I live in a rented house, so what do I know? But yeah. So the, it, the network era, as they call it, is they don't put as much effort into the pay-per-views because of that. Whereas when it was pay-per-view and you're paying 20, yeah. 30 quid for it, then there was more onus on them to do that. It just feels like like you know, when AEW do those special dynamites, yeah, yeah, that's what a lot of the pay per views feel like—a slightly better than normal show. Yeah, but also they showed they could do that. They, that SmackDown at MSG, like apart from the ditching off of the women's match, the well, actual yeah. show itself was was excellent. So there's no reason they couldn't do that. And on on SmackDown, like you said, Raw's got better, and they've took a lot of stars from SmackDown. But I was like, I don't, I don't know if it's the same writing team, but I don't understand how it can be when the SmackDown writing is so much, or well, not so much, it's better than raw it actually makes sense and i i said i kind of feel like they pat themselves in the back because they tell a good story for like one thing say roman and then they just like, oh we've not got the time to do the rest that's how i kind of see it it's like all right we're gonna put all our time and effort into this one feud or two feuds and then we don't have time for the rest and that that can just be whatever that's how i see the the, the writing um and on roman who's who legitimately can challenge him there <laughs> um, we're having drew for a bit aren't we i think that one will be good the one i'm excited for and i know butcher is very up for that as well was sheamus i'm, oh, yeah. I'm all i am all there for Seamus and, and Roman it's, yeah, it's one of those things with Seamus is that like you could drop him into anything and he'd have a good match yeah like literally against pretty much anyone and he'd go out there and give it a good 15 minutes Butch is happy because he's getting a lot of love recently and Butch has banged on about him being this good for a long time and people didn't like him <laughs> but yeah when he's on it he's and he's, he's, he's the shape that he's in nowadays is incredible yeah again I, I wouldn't mind that it's not it's going to lead to it's the rock or someone coming back in it or yeah the stuff See, with rock is, this is the thing right they're going on about developmental and all this stuff and yet they're still relying on legacy so heavily mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's frustrating if you're trying to build new talent build new talent have old people come in to put new talent over not to come in and squash the fuck out of them yeah I'm looking so, at you Goldberg <laughs> and yeah old when's the next Saudi Arabia show uh, yeah well, <laughs> coming up. at least at least that's not for a title though. no, no that, that's, that that's, is a that's a development something to be thankful for at least well so far it's not for a title given there's still chance for them to shit the bed yet <laughs> take it off biggie for fuck's sake um oh. take it off biggie i'm flying to saudi arabia and slapping them all up i mean i am <laughs> i better know it's happening on the saudi arabia show but i'm actually because of the storytelling potential excited for rock Rock, Rock and Roman because the start of Smackdown with that was superb and the yeah. whole Heyman thing is superb and that's been done really well it's probably the most excited I've been for a Brock feud and he's talking it's really weird but he's, he's doing it doing it well um, the nice thing was the Usos weren't drafted on Smackdown Roman was obviously top pick Usos weren't drafted and then Roman berated Paul Heyman for the fact they weren't and then said go to 
to Raw and then told the Usos to follow him to Raw and if you're not drafted, you leave him for dead. Now, I've not watched Raw, but I don't feel like they made anything of it because apparently in the first round of picks, they just went, Usos, just went down. And I was like, oh, they could have made so much of that on Raw. They could have built as it as a story. Yeah. yeah. down set the seeds for it. <laughs> that, that's further evidence that they're different writing teams. Yes, right? but Cause... are Raw and SmackDown written by the same creative team? Because it feels at times like, no, they're not. That's what me and Paul were discussing. I said, I've, I've lost track because sometimes they aren't and sometimes they aren't. And, but I said, I just don't understand how they can not be right now because there's a huge difference between the two shows. Yeah. Yes. SmackDown appears to have some sort of continuity for some things uh raw does not um but even like stuff i don't want like but east enders and coronation street different writers write for it but there is continuity throughout the thing one day you can't just wake up and ian beale's an eight foot tall mechazoid it doesn't work like it has to fit in within that frame of the universe why can't we do that that sounds fucking awesome (laughs) i know i know i know i'm all about ian beale the robot now but um (laughs) they may have i I don't watch raw so they they may have fish and chips out of his hand but yeah, <laughs> when, I, when I read the Bleacher Report right up, they didn't say anything of it. It was just the first draft pick starts the show. Usos are drafting. I was like, mm, okay. You could have you could have eked that out to the third hour and made it exciting and had segments where they're like, "It's not looking good for you, Heyman, is it, Buster?" Yeah, yeah. You know, as opposed to just having Matt Riddle he, fanning he about. Was, he was shitting it because because just before that, Brock was like, "I want to thank my good friend Paul Heyman for making sure that I can travel between any brand." And then it cut to Roman just staring at Paul Heyman, going, "Your good friend." <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Did you? See the thing this week where Matt Riddle said uh, the birds flying out of his feet was Vince's idea, and everyone just went, "Of course it was." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I think he said something like why birds and Vince likes it just went because of it there <laughs> yeah. you go alright Vince yeah. All right. back in your coffin come on <laughs> sun's coming up are we also going to get a, a equivalent of the New Day and the Street Profits swapping the tag team titles because Becky and Charlotte have swapped brands with the yes. opposite brands title if they just Paul thinks they're going to swap I'm like oh <laughs> Just keep them and not, uh, not, not, not even acknowledge it. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really confuse people. Yeah. I mean, I am looking forward to Charlotte Sasha. They they did it to death years ago, but their actual matches they had were incredible, and the stories to tell there. But it kind of feels like Sasha would have to be faced in it because Charlotte you can't have. Well, no. they like to make Charlotte face, but yeah, like um, to face Charlotte. Blair. Yeah. That that row of matches that they had when they kind of they overdid it in. Oh, this is the first ever women's NSL match. Yeah, like, yeah, they, yeah. They did, but the matches and sales were quality, and especially the ones on Raw. Um, what I was not a fan of was how SmackDown ended because you had Bianca Bella and Sasha Banks doing the WrestleMania rematch. Uh, obviously, there was a DQ, and then it awesome. pretty much it pretty much ended with then Charlotte coming down and Becky and Charlotte standing tall with Bianca and Sasha pushed to the side. I was not a fan of that. No, that's the put say other than. I need to start talking to to be bits because I'm just in such a grunt with them right now. I can't think of any posit- anything positive to say. And hit row of guns and smack down. I'm worried. <laughs> I, 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 there's potential, but I'm also worried. Are they on SmackDown? Yeah, they've been drafted to SmackDown. Was it SmackDown? I thought they were to Raw. No, they've gone to SmackDown. Oh, okay. This, this is the one show. That and Rampage are the one shows I get to write notes out on the time because it's on a Saturday <laughs> and I'm not like driving. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the, the best bit of SmackDown is Seth Rollins. Oh, my God. Have you seen him <laughs> in Edgy's house? I haven't seen it. Mike, you need to watch it, John. It's absolutely <laughs> hilarious. He, he is because I was like, oh, here we go. He stood outside the house. It's actually the house. It 
would appear oh, wow. to actually be the house. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, it, I yeah. genuinely think that's Edgy's house. He's gone, fuck it, why not? <laughs> and you got Pat McAfee <laughs> just going, he's doing an episode of the cribs. <laughs> he's got, just took, took the plates off the door, like and uh, yeah. Um, he did he did a whole thing. It was, he like he went in, he's like, All right, let's see what's in the fridge. We're gonna get some orange juice, get an apple for some health, and then he sits down, and then he looks at this wall to the left of him and he's like, There's some artwork. He went, That's the kid. And then he went, I know the kids, but that's bad. I wouldn't have that on my wall. And then he strolls into this other room and he's lounging and he's it's absolutely brilliant. He's like in his element. And then <laughs> um, Edge, then it cuts back to him and he's on the phone to Beth and he says, don't go back, Seth's in the house. I have called Jay and like Dax or someone. He references Christian and uh, one of FTR. Hmm. Ah. Which was awesome. I was like, how did you manage to get... No, that isn't scripted, is it? <laughs> <laughs> You've just thrown that one in there. Um, what are they going to yeah. do, fire him? Exactly. Well, he's, he's gone off to Raw. Uh, <laughs> Bailey is a free agent. Yes. Uh, as in not drafted. Not, yeah. Not no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. I know so, again, injured, but... injured, right? But why not, again, right? Here's an idea. Why not have some people that can float between the brands? Don't call them floaters because that's not a good name. But like rogue agents are new. No, not the new radicals because that's already been done, hasn't it? Um, yes, it has. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, again, that my sounds head. good, Joe. That sounds like a good idea. We can't have And then that. they can just go to either brand and fuck shit up. Like just call them like agents of chaos. Yeah. Yeah. And have Bailey is the women's one of that because then that she could just yeah just ruin stuff for people just for the sake of being a knobhead because yeah. that's her character isn't it it's basically like a Karen so why not just have like just going in and just yeah ruining people's stuff just for the fun of it I don't know it's an idea yeah, for that uh, yeah that was pretty much it. oh they split up the new day again yeah again yeah because that's you can't have nice things yeah you got it you got to see them this year you got to see them happy at the end of the year and then back to misery <laughs> it's yeah and if they stayed on the show you got Hit Row coming up because I had Fusers, Factions, Factions, Fusers. Hit Row's going to get split up, mate. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're going to get, oh, they're going to rename them. I told you, like, there's like G Fresh or like, <laughs> Pop and Lock or some shit like that. You know it is. It's going to be a load of 50 year old uh, white men going, What does rap music sound like? And they'll put the Sugar Hill gang on and be like, Yeah. That's... I like the hip hops. I'm, I'm a... How do you do, fellow hip hoppers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watch the hip hops on the YouTubes. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it'll be, and they'll ruin it. I mean, I hope they don't, because I really liked um, Hero. But... Yeah, I'll probably do it. And again, that was... all that build-up they were doing with the Garda del Fantasma, that's all gone for a burden now, hasn't it? Yeah, you got it again. I don't want to post it now, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I've just realised the uh, the raw segment. Have you still got that that tune for raw? The jingle. Reasons I don't watch raw. Apparently on this week's Raw, Bobby Roode is now Big Bob and Drew McIntyre is Big D. <laughs> Reasons I don't watch Raw. <laughs> I, I have seen that clip and it's I don't think it's that bad because look at Big E's face when he says, and I'm Big D. Big E just goes, <laughs> I mean, Ito, is, Ito is, is great in anything, but he's just got one of those faces that when he's like, what the fuck are you on about? It really carries very well. I'm not saying that there's like Drew McIntyre's walking. I can imagine that he's walking out and Vince's like, hey, okay, come here. Come here, go out. Big D. <laughs> <laughs> As you walk out. Drew goes, um, do you know what that means? And he goes, no. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, that was all that. Uh, Paul did make one. We can't have big meaty men slapping meat, but we'll have a Drew McIntyre t-shirt saying, begging for the D or something, won't we? You know that's going to happen. And Vince won't know what it's about. (laughs) No. Uh, I don't want to be this grumpy of WWE, I swear. I just, they've got so many good people and they they seem hell-bent on messing it up. (laughs) (laughs) Like They seem hell-bent on personally upsetting me. I don't know why that is, but... (laughs) When I was talking to Paul the other night, he's made to finish, he made one good point. So the one match at uh, Crown Jewel that... Well, no, I am interested in Brock and Roman, I'll be honest, I said. Yeah, the, trip, the triple threat, we have got um, Banks, Bella, Beckett. Okay. Which will be a banger. And Paul made the point, he said, there is that 100% should be the main event. Yeah. yeah it should definitely. be. I mean, you can you can make the case for Roman and Brock, but in terms of that, that, that will be the match of the night. Um would imagine if they put that as the main event in Saudi Arabia. Like that'd be no. a big deal. But not gonna put it, it would. No, but they have started getting the women's matches on. Uh are they are they doing Queen of the Ring now? I, I so. don't know. I thought they were supposed to. Yeah. I thought the report saying that, but I don't know yeah. if it's been officially confirmed. It's going to be hard to what. tell who's, re- who's who, though, isn't it, when they're all wrestling in wetsuits, like. True. Um, no, I know when they started there, Triple H did say the point. He said, listen, we can't go in there and just throw the women straight in, you know, we because there's a huge culture difference, he said, but we're also trying to make change over the time that we are here. Yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. I'll give them... And they have put women, they have brought know, women onto the shows. No, I'll give them credit where credit is due. They've done good there. Yeah. It's just the rest of the show is you know, <laughs> paid by, pay by book money but other than yeah. that <laughs> that would be huge if they did that that would be huge but that was that um i i, I didn't watch nxt i've got nothing to say it was all right it was it was kind of uh it wasn't really the best one we've had in a while ember moon got buried by mandy oh. rose yeah, which I'm annoyed about because Ember Moon is infinitely better than Mandy mm-hmm. Rose. Uh, LA Knight beat Odyssey Jones because for some reason LA Knight still anyone gives a fuck about that. Champer <laughs> um, <laughs> accepted Bron Brecker's challenge for Halloween Havoc. Oh, so that should be a, that should be a slapper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, right. This is my big beef. Have you okay. seen Joe Gacy? I, I don't like his gimmick. I've heard of it, yeah. I do not right. like it. I was watching it, and then I was looking it up up uh, stuff today. Joe Gacy, like, you know, because everyone hates um, James Corden. Mm. Like, has yeah. he just gone, I'll just become a wrestler now? Because he's got the same face. As in, and I hate I hate both of them. Like, and this will be one of those things. Like, in about two years' time, I'm like, Joe Gacy's great, but uh, <laughs> at the moment, I hate him because he's got James Corden's weird piggy face. Um, privilege gimmick is not not no no one likes that. Good. No, uh, we've got LA Knight for that sort of wankery. Yeah, mm. uh, absolutely defeated Ikamanjiro, who. I love is tremendous needs better than this just being a jobber what I'm getting from NXT 2.0 is that's fitting a load of matches and they're all most of them are like two minutes long and then you have like a cracking main event well, yeah, um, you Pete Dunne against Cameron Grimes that went on not long enough, which was pretty good to be honest. Uh, Pete, put on a Pete Dunne won. <laughs> um, Tony D'Angelo against Malik Blade. I don't know who either of those were. I must have. I did. What there was a name. bit. There was a bit where Tony D'Angelo came out and tried to like palm money to the ref like a gang, which made me laugh. Um, <laughs> but other than that, couldn't give a fuck. Uh, May Ying, Indy Hartwell. Who cares? Indy won, didn't she? Yeah, she won. Um, but then you had the tag team elimination match MSK uh, against fucking elder of the tag teams basically and that was amazing like oh, that was but it was it was I had to sit through an hour and a half of who are these people am I meant to care to get to you know MSK Grizzled Young Veterans uh, Carmelo and it, it was you know it was a lot of a lot yeah. of shit to get through to a good match and it, I mean that if you're going to watch anything I'd watch that 
Yeah, I might make it. Hopefully. It's tricky, isn't it? Because they're throwing in a bunch of new people, but no, but it, green, and it's hard but, to care when there's that many of them in one go. That's the thing. They've gone. Here's a whole bucket load of new people, and I'm like, I am a simple boy. I can't remember <laughs> all this many names and faces. It took me three years to remember the names of the people I work with. Right? Yeah, I'm having. I spent so long with. just calling them pal and stuff because I I'm terrible with names. Right? Well, I imagine you call man. anyone pal. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? All right, mate. Yeah, I'll do that. I mean, you know what? It's just that sort of thing, isn't it? It's just. Well, well, yeah. At work, I've got used to everyone having a name next to their, to their <laughs> face on Zoom. Now I have to remember these. Now I meet yeah. them in person. We don't have that. Yeah. Could you just what wear a your badge? Name? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it, it just feels like they've shoehorned too many new people in over a four-week period for my little brain to absorb it all. And I'm sure in time, but they're also kind of sort of generic. Like Bron Breaker, I remember him because, well, he's, he's a Steiner. <laughs> it's like, there's, there's no denying that, is there? But, um, and I like Ikema because he was there in the sort of before times he was in the um, Eliminator tournament and I just like his gimmick of fighting in a jacket I've not seen that before (laughs) it feels very Jackie Chan yeah yeah Um, it it takes time to care about people and if you throw a bunch of them in at once there's going to be a whole section of a show you're not fussed about invested in yeah it's fine. Uh, I like. I've only just started to understand, like the the, the Mandy Rose and the was it Toxic Avengers or whatever they're called. Toxic Attraction. That's it. Toxic Avengers isn't. It's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a different thing entirely, isn't it? Yeah, that's a trauma <laughs> film. But yeah, um, but this week's NXT felt very much like we've thrown a load of stuff in just to sort of fill time. We are getting Fire. Halloween Havoc. Yeah, that was it. Yes. Hopefully, it. Shotzi comes back. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Other than that, NXT wasn't anything to write home about this week. Yeah, I just. Oh, um. Io Shirai and Thingy have aligned themselves with Gal Gonzalez as well in like a weird... Zora Stark. Yeah, as if anyone gives a fuck, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was the only other thing I could think of that happened this week. Um, I really should write out, but... I do when I watch it, but then I'm watching... Normally I work when I watch I'm, it, but I've not been traveling, yeah, <laughs> so I don't get pieces, so it's... Um, ramp- rampage then. Uh, yeah. My first note is Cassidy with a brush and then there's a laughing emoji. I really enjoyed him with the brush when they were cutting the hair at the end. <laughs> yeah, that was great. As it is, uh, after after this week and uh, after Rampage and Dynamite this week, Cassidy's just it, isn't he? He's just fucking. He's just great. I, I love the whole. Just yeah, he got proper back into his lazy. Like recently, in the past couple of weeks, he's been trying, and that doesn't really fit his thing. But like when, and it was him and Pack at the start, and I was like, this is a nice callback to. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was it the first? Was it all out? Or was it? Yeah. Whatever. But the first the time first they fought. Match, yeah. Yeah. Which was again one of the. If you haven't seen that, go and watch it because it's Orange Cassidy rolling out the other side of the ring, making back run all the way around, and then just <laughs> rolling back. It's just it's it's pantomime, but it's he's so good at it. But uh, I think he did say this week as well that he wasn't going to put any ladders up in the ladders match, and he didn't. <laughs> there wasn't um, much ladder used. I won't get yeah. into that dynamite. But yeah, uh, he uh, hair versus hair match against yep. uh, Jack Evans. Cassidy didn't know about. He didn't know what was happening. He didn't know the stipulation. He said he didn't have any thoughts. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Poor Mark Henry. <laughs> <laughs> I love Max. <laughs> what did you make of the opener? Brian and um You mean Nick. Brian Danielson taking Nick Jackson to submission school. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that was great. Um I loved uh, Nick kicking Brian in the chest and Brian just looking more and more pissed off at him. And then 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 murder. Yeah. Then, murder. <laughs> then murder dragon appears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he didn't have the hip swivel as uh, when Brian used to criticize the Miz when he's told his kicks he used to go on about he's not swiveling his hips enough to, to get the impact. <laughs> Hasn't got the rotation. Yeah. 
Good match, nice to see Nick like wrestle single. Oh, definitely, it's unusual. It's good. And and they, they were selling it, weren't they? So sometimes like he'd look up over to the corner. I really as like if, like tagging the commentators like he's looking for the tag. Yeah, but, yeah. I really yeah, like in AEW how they make it out. They really make the difference between tag team and single wrestlers mm. a lot. So like you know, a lot of the time single wrestlers don't really win tag teams, and the tag team wrestlers, the single matches start looking for a tag yeah. team bit. Like it, it's cool. I it like... makes sense if you're a, a tag team wrestler like uh, Matt Jackson is, mm-hmm. then you 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 always know you have that fallback there of I can go and take five minutes, have a breather. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas uh, Brian Danielson is an absolute lunatic. <laughs> I'm really enjoying him in AEW. I know he's. He I'm looks like the, he's having the best fun. Oh, he does, and he's it's not it's not even for I don't think he, he was he went great in WWE as well. Don't get me wrong, but this version of him is just incredibly aggressive and having the best time. Yes, those uh, those like running um, backflip kicks to the corner. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. They look they look nasty to take. <laughs> I talked about them when he came back, and he's quite clever in how he takes them now. Like he he hits them, but then lets his his kind of head like hit the rope, so it, he doesn't fall straight on it. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's had to adapt it to not land on. He his adapted it when he head. came back to WWE because yeah. it was a key move of his, um, and he kept that. And it, it just shows his ring awareness. And his, his... again, it's just I could. I mean, we're getting um, Omega Danielson too at some point. Oh, for sure. Possibly with a stipulation of some kind, but I don't really think they need it. Just Iron Man match. Let him oh, go yeah. an hour. Let him go an hour. I watched the hell out of that. Do it, it, you cowards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fight forever, literally. I mean, no, I mean no, literally. the last one. The last one went half an hour, and it felt like ten minutes, didn't it? Yeah. 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 So, well, Mazo, Mazo, two shows. And what did you make of the Dynamite opener? The, oh, the Elite the, versus the, yeah. Express and Danielson. Right. I'm going to say, first of all, the Fight TV app for fucking Chromecast is bollocks. It is absolute dog shit, mate. It skips forward five seconds randomly, but then we'll just show you the same five seconds three times in a row. And there's nothing you can do about it. You've just got to sit there and take it or get up and get your laptop. I couldn't be arsed. I was comfy. My favourite part of it is when you... um... Want to skip the advert break? It sometimes just resets the whole thing to oh, start. You, that's not happening. You have to. <laughs> yeah. That's the best thing the... about me. My new TV. The fight app is on the TV. Oh, I can bounce it to the to my TV. But yesterday it was like unable to do this. Use the Chromecast app. I said, I don't want to use the Chromecast app. It's shit. And it was like, watch yeah. it on your phone, then you peasant. And I was like, I've got a massive telly. What? No. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's actually the app is on the TV, so I don't oh. need to cast it. Oh, okay. I just, it just goes, it plays through the TV. See, much give, it, give it a couple of summer. Yeah. What do you think <laughs> of the the indie taker and Christian to the outside? In this? Uh, that missed by a clear country mile, didn't it? That? Yeah, that was an unfortunate choice of camera angle, wasn't it? It like... really was because. He was nowhere near when he landed. He was like stretching, like yeah. Um, but no, uh, I felt like that. Um, I, I mean, Christian he isn't really injured. Is he? I hope not. Anyway. No, I don't think so. But it I was good know. that they then brought top, took them down to three, and they had to fight a little bit harder. And it gave Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus their little moments to shine and stuff. They all look great. Um, Luchasaurus again gets so much love, uh, quite justifiably as well. Because I, I love the Luchasaurus hot tag. It's so yeah. much fun. Luchasaurus when he comes in and just starts spin kicking the fuck out. <laughs> People's yeah. faces is is great, uh, but yeah, uh, he's also. I think he's making that reverse hand choke slam. Yeah, that's, that's so cool. Thing, uh, one of his one of his moves, which I'd like, even though it looks a bit shit. It's a thing, you know. There's only yeah. so much you can do I with choke slams, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> but we, yeah, we got Jack uh, Jungle Boy. I've sent it to Jr. Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Um, <laughs> oh, there was also a bit where Jr. went like, "My precious," or something that freaked me out when I was watching it. 
<laughs> I don't remember that, but no, it's just JR being JR, mate. Uh, <laughs> could be your fight app. It could be the fight app. I swear to God, it was just like it's like Brian Danielson song from in the corner again and again and again, and I'm like, that's what he did. That, that wasn't the fight. No, 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 but it was. It was literally <laughs> like um, I also like the fact that during like when everyone was diving to the outside, um, Jungle Boy did that like it's like a hurricanrana, but oh it yeah, looked horrible. it did. Yeah, it looked all. It looked. It looked like yeah. Like actual uh, murder. Yeah, but then Adam Cole just stopped and Adam Cole's baby in the middle of the ring. And then <laughs> Luchasaurus just did a murder on him. Yeah. <laughs> Again, uh, they're putting in... I mean, NXT tried to do it this week with the uh, thing. And it was a good match. But NXT know how to... Um, AW know how to put, like... It's not science rockets. Put your put your, <laughs> your banger match on at the start and then just have pretty much banger matches all the way through, to be honest, as well. <laughs> what a strategy. Why has no one thought of this yeah, before? Yeah, I know. Just, just have good matches. <laughs> just put good matches that people care about and are invested in all the way through. Rocket science, isn't it? Science rockets. Oh, controversial joke. Never work. No, no. Um, apparently it isn't. Um, Vince, Vince owns AEW, doesn't he? And it's all. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, the Elite get the pin through foul means once again. Yep. Um <laughs> Four-way elite trigger looks like it's a fucker to take as well. <laughs> <laughs> Over that point, we were just like, we're just going to give up on the whole concept of tagging. We're just. <laughs> uh, I think JR went. How many men are in the ring? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's right, but also, ah, oh, fuck off. Nah, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was cracking. I'm trying to remember what was what else there was. Uh, on the show, uh, my match of the night was a uh, Shida versus a uh, Deep. Oh, that was that was awesome. Technical masterclass. Um, I, I, I nice swear, thrown in with a trophy. <laughs> yeah, I did not see that coming. I really thought because I've been AW been kind of on a feel good, people get what what they want type thing in a minute, and everyone really wanted. It felt like the crowd were way really behind Shida, and they didn't get the didn't get the big win. Everyone loves Shida. She's got like no, a slightly new, slightly new jazzier theme as well. Um, I completely agree. I just didn't see that ending coming because of it. Yeah, well, Jungle Boy got his, didn't he? And I was like, Shida's not getting hers then, is she? You can't have them both win. It was a feel good thing. We got we got uh, heel deep, which was nice. Yeah. But we've got Serena deep healing it up now, so hopefully that's going to be good, leading some. Where, yep, been uh, teased for a while as well, hasn't it? Has, she's been doing slightly more and more dirtier stuff as it's gone on. Um, it, again, it's an absolute cracking math. I've missed Sheeta on main roster. Yeah, me too. Good. Um, and she's got a new haircut as well, um, <laughs> which is nice. I'm always a fan of people with new haircuts and things. Uh, we got also got the the mysterious belt they've been teasing for so long. Was it the triples belt? Was it the trios belt? Was it for? It was the HBO. No, PBS. 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 It was some letters. <laughs> <laughs> Look a bit like hose on the belt because it's all turned up too tight down one end for me. <laughs> it looks pretty, the belt. I'm not just I'm just not sure about that bit in the middle myself, but it looks fit and it's gonna be your mid-card women's title, which opens it up to a lot of stuff. And hopefully we're gonna see some like they're gonna do they're doing an eliminator tournament. Uh Jade Cargill's already on board. Yep. Sky Blue, who has only been on Dark and the women's battle royale so far. And oh, Ruby, uh, yeah, there. but hopefully, like, they get all of them in and just run like a big brackets tournament, like, literally get everyone in Swole, Abaddon, you yeah. know, everyone. Um, we should run a tournament in. and have uh, four gear as the final. I think yeah, that's probably the, 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 the idea for it. And hopefully, they, they, like, they put some of them on, on the main show, some of them on dark, some of them on just on the internet and stuff like they do. Um, you know, it's good, more women's wrestling. Yeah. Yep. Oh, we missed um, Triple Threat from Rampage. Speaking yeah, of that was wrestling. good. The table spot on Nyla Rose was yes. brutal. Yes, brutal. 
absolutely brutal. The uh, the longest time between rampages, so it's like uh, I forget. It's yeah, that's good. Yeah, Jade looked good. Um, Needs to hit the chair harder. Jade Jade looked better than she has done in 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 the last few matches. Yeah, but I think it's that going up against people who are knowing what they're doing. You're going to look better by comparison, isn't it? But yeah, yeah. Uh, She's just a bit green. She'll she'll get there. She's definitely got the potential. Yeah, no, that was a good match. That's nice, nice to see them getting um, highlighted. Uh, what else on Dynamite? Going Sammy on? Guevara versus Fishman. Yeah. Fish. <laughs> Uh, we've already sort of covered this, but uh, Sammy Guevara's got a new belt. So is every TNT champion just getting a new belt? Yeah, they showed it on um, Sammy's blog. They changed it over. Right, okay. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I like it. It adds a bit more sort of personality to it. And yeah, it's good. Uh, again, cracking match. Um, Fuego a card, isn't it? He bought Fuego a truck and then Fuego immediately bet him it in a, uh, <laughs> <laughs> in, a, uh, in, a in a title match. Yep. And then they hugged. Um, Sammy got beat down. Oh, by Dan Lambert's group. By fucking Dan Lambert's group. Like, anyone can shit about this, yeah. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> came out, got immediately mullered. Uh, <laughs> Jericho I, comes out and, I like yeah. the effort. I like yeah. the, you know, he tried. Fuego, Fuego, Fuego's just a, 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 a soft toy, isn't he? Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, uh, just around. Uh, yeah, and we're getting a three versus three at next week, is it? I'm gonna be honest. I stopped paying attention at that point, so I don't. Yeah, really I was know like, I is. don't, I don't really care for this. But it, it's um, men of the oh, year, and yeah. one of these muscle actual fighter men, yeah, against Jericho, Hager, and I'm assuming Sammy, because uh, proud and powerful are off doing their own shit at this point. <laughs> They've realised there's nothing to be gained from hanging about with Chris Jericho anymore. Um, Clever. Yep. There was a nice little interview uh, with Darby with Jr. Very good. That. Which uh, he's not a good talker normally in promo. Starby, but yeah, it's the same story I've heard of him hundreds of times before in every other interview he's ever done. But for a lot of other people who don't listen to podcasts or stuff, mm-hmm. it might be the first time they've heard it. Uh, it's yeah, JR doing his little backstage bits is always money as well. Yeah, and then he went up against uh, everyone's favorite caveman, um, Nick Camarato. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way of putting it, yeah. Yeah, and why he didn't join Jurassic Express is beyond me. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it made way more sense. It, yeah, he could have come. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, because it's not the eighties. But yeah, it was <laughs> it was it was a, it was a kind of shit match because um, you know it was fine. We had, but then the best bit was we had Sting, who cannot be killed by conventional means, getting <laughs> di- getting diamond cutted by Cutie Marshall. Uh, <laughs> and him just not selling it, getting up and just fucking murdering him. <laughs> yeah, we like, enjoy that. Yeah, you have to like throw acid at Sting or like trap him in between like two swinging things, like in yeah something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, Serena Deep, and then oh, uh, Darby Allen got attacked. Uh, while, oh my god! While, while Sting was yeah. waiting in the Sting was waiting in the car, listening to like Leonard Skinner or whatever, <laughs> uh, doing his Sudoku's, and Darby went for a piss. He got um, set upon and fucking legitimately murdered. <laughs> I know I use legitimately murdered a lot, but Christ, when they threw him into that fence slash lawn like, darted him into, yeah, it. yeah, I was like, oh mate, that's it. You've gone too far. Like Darby's spine is now poking out the top of his skull. No, oh right, he's still alive. Okay, so they. Put all the things on him, like drop him onto that, and then leave the thing where they left the camera pointing at him was really good. I like because I was like, Oh, fuck, I'm, is, this, is this become snuff? Am I going to watch <laughs> a man legitimately die on television? <laughs> yeah, he was I actually mean, getting again, mugged by people. Yeah, <laughs> no, because as soon as Wardlow got out, you went, Stupid, sexy Wardlow. <laughs> 
Exactly uh, what I thought. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to get, I think, it, uh, was it Full Gear the next one? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get MJF versus Derby, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Almost going to build up for a few more weeks. That. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. We had uh, Arn Anderson hanging around outside Cody's house, burning things for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cody, Cody's best line ever. What are you going to do, Arn? Shoot me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where this is going, but I'm 100% on board. It's just, Arn's just like, I bought one of them big barrels and I'm just burning. And shit. Put your tie in there, Cody. Yeah. No. All right then. <laughs> I don't understand why Arn's just living in his backyard like a tramp. But uh, here we are. What I'm not liking is apparently though they're putting promos in the fucking Cody Rhodes thing afterwards. I've heard like, they're actually quite good in terms of like being AW backstage. About Cody Rhodes. Yeah, but. I don't know. It just feels deceitful. Well, I, know, I know what you mean. And they'll probably be on the internet as well. I know, but like, because last week Sammy did a bit, didn't he? And then this week Hangman did a bit. And it's like, well, I, I admire you for trying to expand your universe out. I, it, I don't want to watch Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes arguing about fucking carpet tiles or whatever. They'd have laminate, wouldn't they? They wouldn't have carpet tiles, would they? <laughs> the bits I've seen of it have been quite like about backstage AW stuff. Mm. So it might actually be quite good. Mm. Maybe it's just like a tiny bit of that and 98% carpet tiles. I don't know. <laughs> laminate, we've already established. But yeah, and then the fact that the final, uh, the, the, the possibly the, the greatest ladder match I've seen on um, AW, um, the casino ladder match featuring all their top boys. Oh no, also, um, Don A. Martin is going to get legitimately murdered by um, oh my god yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's like I've made a mistake I've made a mistake yeah. I'm call everyone out. The lights went out and I was like bye I'm <laughs> visiting your brother in the hospital uh, yeah call anyone out except you not you um, right I don't know was it me because my fight TV was cutting backwards and forwards were the lights out for really long afterwards I had right. after he appeared he spin kicked him didn't he yeah black masked him they can't call it that can they but um, no but it is and the, the lights went out and they seemed to stay out for a really long time so I might have just been had to take ages to pick his mask up and fuck off I don't know but um, yeah so yeah. that's fun wasn't uh, Leo Rush offering Dante salvation help as well yeah <laughs> Uh, I was just concerned that, like, knowing Dante's um, laughing at gravity that he has, if Malachi kicks him just right, he could float out of the entire arena. Into like when space. you when you release when you release a helium balloon outside. Yeah, that's a legitimate concern. So to see him passing like a seven four seven, it's ah oh, man, hey, Malachi's out again. Yeah. Oh, it's you... going to be fun. He's, we're going to watch a legit murder. Be good. Then, yeah, then the main event to finish was... Orange Cassidy against Pac, against the Murder Bird, against Moxley, against Andrade, against <laughs> Mysterious Joker. Ooh. Well, well, well structured yes. in terms of the entrances. Yeah, because you had Pack versus. Um... Oh, Matt Hardy was in there as well for some bizarre reason. <laughs> With a bad back, and he's still jumping off the top of a ladder. Yeah, Matt Hardy, you absolute psychopath. Pack it in. <laughs> Your bones are held together by a gypsy's curse at this point, surely. <laughs> Um, but you had you had Pack and Orange at the start, which was great because it feeds back to that first ever all-out match That's they cool. had, which is great, which I've said earlier. Then Andrade came out, who's got beef with Pack, so yep. we got that that horrible, horrible um, sunset flip Before off the ladder. Yeah, that was nasty. Yeah, in the best um, way. But it was like I think Jr. was like he could have gone for the thingy, but he thought, ah, let's murder back instead. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. Um, no, that's exactly what he said. Then uh, was it Matt Hardy next came? Matt out? Hardy entered and had a Matt Hardy fight. came out, went straight for Orange because obviously Jack Evans has got no hair now. 
for reasons we're unclear on. <laughs> yeah, I think they just needed someone to, to spice up that that view, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, I love Matt Hardy, but oh, just stop it, son. <laughs> You've got other people who can take these bumps for you now. You know, like when you get like 10 stamps on your subway card and you get a free... Like Matt Hardy's bump card is, yeah, well overdue cashing in. Like, so he um, gets a free subway? But... No, he gets free spinal surgery and a new bottom. <laughs> Because um, even when he did that leg drop off the ladder, he was on the floor, and I'm like, that's not. <laughs> He's a big idiot, but we can't. He's a lovely, lovely idiot. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, but it was. And then uh, I think Murderbird came in next. Yeah. Murderbird. Legitimately next. just straight up killed everyone. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Used used a, a member of crew as a weapon. <laughs> yeah, that's a new one. He normally yeah. just throws them about. No, no, he launched them at, I think, Andrade. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, he, like, set up Orange Cassidy on that ladder and. Legit murdered him. Yep. yep. It was, it was, it was, uh, Moxley's music hits. Moxley comes through the crowd again. Um, did you see the bit where he threw uh, Murderbird into the barrier while a woman was stood there with her baby and just went straight into him? <laughs> no, yeah, I didn't. It not. was great. And he sort of looked and went, ah, stand in front of the barrier with a baby, you get what you get, don't you? Like, there was a uh, bit a few weeks ago where Andrade sort of broke character for a second when he, uh, yeah. He was like walking to the barrier and they took out a kid. Yeah, it's yeah. um but uh, they were both fine, they were both there afterwards, so um yeah. Well we got like Moxley doing slightly heelish stuff as well, which I like. Maybe a, a it's hard to tell a... with Moxley to be honest. I know, I know, because he's just a he's an absolute loony boy, isn't he? Yeah, but, he's such uh, biting people's normal repertoire. So he, he's got really into biting recently, like a toddler, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> um but then the Joker music hits and the fucking place goes off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hangman comes out drunk. <laughs> uh, he's Chiron. Finally decided to show up for work. <laughs> uh, yeah, he comes out. He takes some bumps. He does some stuff. He does a fucking horrible dead eye off a ladder. Oh my god, it's pack alive. Oh so. yeah, yeah. Was, has anyone checked in on Pack? Because after that sunset flip and that dead eye, his he his head. He might no amount of Greg's pasties are going to fix that. Um, <laughs> And we get back and forth. It goes around everyone. Yeah. Uh, everyone gets chances to shine. But eventually, uh, Hangman, uh, after bookshotting, I think Lance Archer, was it? Yeah, it is. Knocks Mox off the ladder as well. Knocks Mox off the ladder, climbs up, and uh, claims his rightful place as a contender's match. And then cracks open a beer that he's brought with him or someone threw at him. I missed that. But, um, yeah. <laughs> And the place, the good, place is but... going fucking mental, mate, because everyone's favourite sad cowboy's back. Hey, well, it makes good. sense. The Dark Order's uh, back together, so time. Yes. You know, Although they, but... are, they, are, they are still hinting that they're going to become like a, a union now with Uno not being in charge. Mm. Hmm. But it, it's it's good. But yeah, so I'm hoping right. we get some good good Dark Order page stuff on being the elite this week. Yeah, yeah. So what I did like about the ladder matches that normally when they've got the Joker thing, well, normally the Joker Joker wins at the moment, which I know he did. But normally they like the last out in a battle royale, in which that's an advantage. Yeah, technically, really, in the ladder match, you, you want to be out there with as few people as possible. Well, that's yeah. what, and it played the script, and I, I like Ex- that. I think Excalibur did say there's a possibility of um, Orange Cat. Winning this before the other four competitors come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. 
Which is an interesting thing, yeah. Although it yeah. wasn't going to be because Orange Cassidy didn't put any ladders up. Although it did climb up someone's back at one point. Um, <laughs> Can any of you, of you shed light because you were watching Being the Elite at this time? I've just seen a tweet from at Drain Bamaga. He said, Hangman Adam Page winning the AEW World Championship on the pay-per-view named after his BTE skit is the real long-term planning. And then it's a screenshot of him, uh, the Young Bucks and Cody. And it is Being the Elite episode 135 and it's name full gear i don't think i was watching it at that point uh yeah that far back no that's quite old surely one for two years passed, ago two years passed, ago i think they passed like 500 not so long back or something oh but yeah it's 2019 um, yeah 21st of john i just found it um i don't i don't know what there's but there's an episode called full gear that, that's what this one is yeah but I, don't, I don't know that might what. just be the first time full gear came up might have been the first run up to full gear that's probably what it was i watched all it after the, this all the fallout of full gear but um no, yeah. full gear wouldn't have been a thing right 2019 yeah january yeah. anyway who knows that is the mystery just throwing it out there. Yeah, that's it for the show reviews this week. <laughs> Remember the bell. Um, <laughs> I thought you were just going to lead into it. So, yeah, uh, as we said at the start, thank you so much. Can't believe we've actually been doing this for a year. Started as a lockdown thing, but generally enjoy just coming and talking to you two about wrestling every week. Yeah, and the fact that oh, some yeah! people decide to... Go. <laughs> uh, yeah, the fact that people decide to listen or people have wanted to work with us over the last year is is, is a pleasure, and we're really grateful. And next week, really excited because we have a, another person from the indie wrestling scene with us because Joe and I are going to Markham back to Odyssey Pro Wrestling. So we have somebody who's going to be on that show promoting that. Tell them who it is. RPD. Yeah, no, I said just tell them who it is. Don't leave it up to mystery. Just tell them. Oh, no. RPD. RPD yeah. is going to be there. Uh, yes. Theodore's got his shirt and he's going to wear that. Oh, yeah. Well, he's got all the bloody shirts, hasn't he? Well, he oh, said, okay. can I wear one of the... He asked me last night, he said, can I, show, can I wear one of the big shirts to the ones he got from Catch? Um, oh, okay. And I was like, I showed him who was there. He's like, oh, I'm going to wear my RPD shirt. RPD's there. <laughs> I'm at Discovery next week as well. Yeah. Well, right. well, finally. There we go. We can do uh, a little... Little, little bit of indie stuff then as well yeah yeah be good we'll same night isn't it on the side uh, next day from bed right okay cool yeah, promoting them look forward to it so yeah that'll be next week of RPD look forward to that and everyone else thank you for listening and goodbye goodbye goodbye, goodbye.